0: Welcome back to the Max Effort Kitchen Podcast. We got a great segment for you. It's called The Athlete and the Chef. So sit back, relax, and let's go. Welcome to Max Ever Kitchen. Uh, we got a good episode for you today. I'm your host, Matt. <laughs> and uh, we got Cornell George. How are we doing today, buddy? I'm doing good.
1: It awesome. seems crazy that this morning I woke up and I was in Oregon. And yep. then three hours later, I was back in San Diego. I know. It, it, it's
0: kind of one of those quick trips, right?
1: It was roughly 46 hours. I mean, being in Oregon, I think I arrived at 8 a m and I left at six am
0: <laughs> yeah no I mean I, I, when we come down there it's the same way it's like you don't realize how uh quick it actually is and how easy the trip is you know it's not oh, that far.
1: definitely. My parents have a cabin up in Big Bear and it's about a two and a half three hour drive yeah and this same thing. was about the same thing, including like driving to the airport. I've got TSA pre check, so I can literally. I got I got to the airport Friday morning, yeah, at six fifteen, and they were. I wasn't even through TSA till about six twenty five, and they started loading the plane at six twenty or six twenty, and Dang, then we dude. were we were out and about by seven. So
0: easy money, easy money. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was good. It it was very eventful weekend. Um, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's funny because like Alana asked me this morning, she's like, How are you feeling? And I go, I don't even feel like I competed. And we'll kind of get into that. But, um, but this was like one of the first competitions that, um, I've done with you, like running my cards. I was telling, Mm -hmm. I think I was telling Donald this yesterday that, like, I I've had you warm me up, but I've never had you run my cards. And I was really excited about that. And mm-hmm. the, your, your approach to how you uh, run cards and just like, I think what it is, is it's your, it's your whole like mentality behind back there. You're not intense. Like, you, you know, if somebody may look at you and be like, Oh, he's an intense dude. You're not, you have this level of calmness, And I can't even tell you, I can't really explain to you in the best words, but like it puts me as an athlete in such a um, better position because I wasn't stressing out. I didn't see the stress on your face. I, you know, we we went in, there was a little bit of drama with it and like nothing affected you. And it was like that right there is something I've never encountered. In a competition, you know it's either somebody's yelling at me, or are just, or uh, they're they're fucking up the cards. <laughs> so, um, or, both. Now, or, both. or both, or both, or both, or both. I will say when Konar Konar is is different because I don't actually see him. I didn't have, I didn't see him. Sure. You know, I had like four other people around me, so he was very methodical. But I didn't actually see him. This was a more uh, intimate situation where we were working right next to each other. We had conversations and it was really, really, uh, I I just appreciated it because I'm the type of person that I feed off the energy. And if if you're giving me a bunch of stressful energy, I'm probably going to feed off of that.
1: (laughs) No, my mindset is this should be the least amount of, there's enough stress going on for the athlete. And there's no reason for me to hype this up and make it seem any more stressful than it actually is. Um, it, it, I always try to tell people like it's just another lift. It's just a, it's another training session. It's the same thing that you do every day. There's just more people watching and you're on a different clock. Yeah. Um. Like most of the time, everyone has made these lifts that they're going out there to make already. So you've done it before. So I don't have mm-hmm. to hype you up and get you all overly excited. And then all of a sudden you change something. If you're not going to be that super intense, crazy uh, training,
0: then why would you change anything else for competition? Yeah, exactly. I like that. And that's a really good way to look at it. Um, so let's, let's, uh, just kind of do a little recap here. You know, you started, uh, what you guys got, you and Damon got there like eight in the morning for weigh-ins. Um, talk about, talk a little bit about that because I wasn't there for the full warm-up of that. Um, you know, what was the mindset going in? How was Damon looking and all that stuff?
1: He was good. He this was I think his second yeah. in person real meet. So he yeah. didn't really know what to expect. Plus the guy who ran his cards last time and is a little different than the way I my <laughs> mindset and the way I kinda approach it. And um I just kinda look at it like if if you were gonna go into a presentation at work, you wouldn't get all like totally hyped up and like suit like you wanna just be confident and you wanna sure. know that people who are on your team like for your project or whatever they're confident as well they're not out there like um just getting all hyped up in the parking lot getting ready to like fight the world (laughs) coming into just something that should be routine right so uh damon was in a real good headspace and i just i asked him a couple times like how you feel he's like i feel good i'm good like
0: you know damon yeah it's just that like let's go we'll, yep. we'll, we'll deal with it as we get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. He has that really, that, and, and this is where I think that it really improves his weightlifting is his mentality of like, well, first of all, he, he doesn't really say no very often. <laughs> so he's he's willing, he's open yeah. and he's willing to do whatever you tell him to do. And he's open and willing to speak up when he, when he needs to, but um you know, when I walked back there, he also had a level of calmness being for his second meet. Like it was really um, cool. And then he just went out there and killed it. Like I was, that was weird. It was, it was like, I had a proud moment, like, you know, training <laughs> partner. And I'm seeing my training partner out there. Like, hell yes, he's killing it. And not only that, the what, like eight weeks leading up to it, his programming was all based off of him and his feel and you, you know, you were helping him. And like, but you know he wasn't—he wasn't following a you know a very guided plan, unless you guys were doing a super guided thing. But from what I understand, like this was Damon was just feeling things out. And I no, thought he, that was interesting.
1: the The team he was on before, 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 yeah. uh, it was chaotic. It was stressful. It was no real structure, no plan, no real intent. And it was just something to do. And Jen just told, like, don't think, just trust the coach. Just trust trust what's going on when really there was no reason to trust because there was no proof that there was an actual plan going on. Right. Um, And it just, that coach... The way that he copied program, he didn't program. He just took programs from him that he did as he was coming up and they wrote them all down. And then he just picked and chose throughout the the book of what they're going to mm-hmm. do every day. Mm-hmm. So nothing would build up. No, you're never going to get better doing something like that. Like you'll, you'll hit some big lifts in the beginning and then you just kind of peter out and that's who you are. That's, you're going right. to be an 85% lifter with an occasional 90% good day. Yeah. And but it but having so much open-ended sets where that coach he doesn't know how to coach people at 70 80%. He only knows how to coach you when you have failed. So he right. always wants to push everyone to failure cuz that's where he can give his two cents that honestly doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. Um and So then when Damon came over to the strength tank for a little while, it was the complete different mindset. And like, here's your percentages. This is what we hit. We're going to go, we're going to hit these percentages for this many weeks. And we're going to bump up to these percentages. And he was not in that. He wasn't ready for that yet. Yeah. So he didn't stick around there for super long just because I think it was too big of the pendulum swung too far the opposite direction. So what I tried to do is I told him, you just need to do what you enjoy doing. Do what makes you want to do this sport. Don't push it to the maximum all the time because you're never going to get better and you need to build that bigger base and you don't have a big base yet. Mm -hmm. But do stuff that you can do that you really enjoy to build that base bigger. And it was pretty much me just kind of saying like, go over here a little bit okay, now spend some time here, do what you want, but just hang out over here. And then the next week is like, okay, we did good over there. Let's move over here. And then he would just kind of do what he wanted to do and enjoy it. And he was having a total blast. And I think that's what he needed.
0: You could see that. And I mean, I could see that being his training partner and just the way he was talking about weightlifting, um, the way he was approaching, uh, you know, getting, getting the sessions in, um, his, you know, his mindset on the whole thing was like complete 180 because because um, you know, you could see the wheels turning when he was on strength tank of like, you know, what's going on? Why is this how, you know, and kind of being like, I don't know like where to go with this. And that totally, it totally makes sense the way you broke it down just like that. Um, but there was, and there was a, a complete switch when he started doing that. And, I think it says a lot to be an athlete and to be having fun, doing what you're doing and then go out and perform the way he did. Um, You know, it's shoot. If you're listening to this, like, and and you've always thought about it, give it a shot because it was really cool to see him go out there. And if I'm not mistaken, he went six for six, right? He sure did. He sure did. (laughs) He went six for six, every single one of his lifts. I mean, You know, there were little, you could probably pick a couple things out, but like for the most part, like he's, he's lifting strong, he's, uh, moving weight, uh, in the right direction. And like, I I had a couple sessions with him leading up to this, that I was just like looking at him and he's like, he's like looking at me, I'm staring at him like weirdly. And he's like, what? I'm like, you're moving really well today. What happened? You know, like, and, but Based off of what you just said, like the the mentality of understanding what you like, how your body moves, and having that control, that just works with people. It works with some people. It works with some. It doesn't work with others. Some people need to be led, like follow the line of candy, right? But like, I think um, Damon is one of those people. He he just knows what he wants and he goes after it. And this is a very good indication of like, let's just go have fun. And I'm gonna show you what I can do on the platform.
1: Yeah, and he was like me running the cards and doing the stuff, and um it was the same same thing. So I ran uh Christian Asorio, I think that's his last name, his numbers right. at AO two. Mm-hmm. And I was there making the calls with the twenty two kilo jump that didn't turn out well. Right. Um but it was I had that same mindset with both Uh, Damon and you and what I did with Chevy is it's not my job to know what you're capable of. It's my job to give you the confidence that you need, knowing that I know you can do it. And I'm going to let you guys make the the real calls, but I'll just, I'll buy you time when you need to have time bought and I will make the jumps and I'll make the calls that are needed to keep you on time. Yeah. And Damon made his first first snatch made the second snatch and then i said okay last one you still want this one or do you want anything more and he was like no i want that that's that's what i want like i don't want anything extra and that's what i want and i'm like okay cool. no problem yes then he smokes it and he goes oh i probably should have gone up I'm like
0: <laughs> that's <clears throat> the immediate thought for every lifter
1: <laughs> when that happens yeah and yeah. then same thing happened with the clean jerk uh i don't think he said he I think he said he didn't think he
0: had anything left in the clean jerk but <laughs> yeah. Well, you could see that. Like it, it there was a point in his last clean jerk where, you know, he dropped a little lower than he normally does and there was a there was a half second, quarter second of like struggle through it but then he popped right out. It was it was great. I loved it. I loved watching. You know, I watched his first meet and it was not it was night and day. Mm-hmm. You know, he he was walking out on this platform with the so like so much more confidence and you know that also speaks to the people uh, you know that are in this corner and like having having you do his cards and like donald walking out like i can't even tell you like i mean i'm sure you know you've you've competed with donald what it's like to have that giant man walk out with you (laughs) like taking care of you sitting in your corner like there's he's majestic in a way and like he just you, and I, like I said before, I feed off of that energy. And like, it was, uh, it was really cool to see it happen. And, and, uh, but Donald is a Donald man. He's a man's man. <laughs> oh, he definitely <laughs> um, is. Yes. So, you know, um, you know, he, uh, yeah, Donald, Damon did great. Um, I was, I was super proud of him being his, his, uh, training partner. And, uh, it was just, it, it was really cool to see. And I'm, I'm excited to, uh, talk to him a little bit more. We talked today uh, just for a hot, hot second, but just to talk to him more to see like where his mindset is, if he wants to compete more. Cause I know that he's, you know, in the, in the realm of competing, he's uh, just kind of, yeah, let's do it. You know, there's no, there's no like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And that's kind of where him might differ. I'm like, I got a plan. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I could probably break away from that mentality a little bit. and might help me out. But um, he, uh, he's just like, yeah, Let's do it, and so I'm. I'm excited to talk to him about that. See where that goes. Yeah, I
1: know you haven't competed a, a ton. I don't remember how many, roughly, you've done. Maybe ten, a dozen. Yeah,
0: I would say just uh, just under ten.
1: Yeah. Okay, so you've still competed like ten times as many as he had before this meet. Right, right. So you've you've done quite a bit more. And one of the things that I have definitely talked about is competition lifting is completely different than. Uh, either at your gym or in your garage lifting.
0: Yeah. And that's a
1: complete different skill. Like you're not necessarily supposed to go out there and try to hit the biggest lifts of your life. Maybe if you have earned that, or if you are in a, that type of a situation where there's a lot of planning that goes in, if you're going to go out there and hit the biggest lifts of your life. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm competing in three weeks. And then again, in about six, seven weeks after that, um, mm-hmm. three weeks from now, it's going to be a complete train through where it's like, I probably won't even get 95% on the bar. Right. Uh, the next meet, I, I don't know if I'm going to be in the kind of condition I, I'm mentally not preparing to be out there pushing PRs, right. uh, but I'm going to give everything that I can and I'm going to do the best that I can do. And I, yeah. like, there's a, a big difference between knowing how to compete and then knowing how to just lift in your garage. And oh, I yeah, think, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, go ahead, sorry. I was going to say that I think a lot of people think that they're supposed to go out there and hit these PRs because they're going to have extra adrenaline going and they're going to okay. be just in this different mindset. It's like, if you don't know how to do that and you don't know how to control that, you're not going to do better. Correct. You're, you're probably going to do worse. Yeah. So I think that Damon's kind of at that point where he's like, he's got the garage lifting down. He's yeah. learning the gym lifting. He's learning the, the power and the additional strength involved in going to a gym and knowing that like you can do better around other people, like feeding yeah. off of other people. But then mm-hmm. there's a whole other phase of now there's a competition. Now everyone is just watching you. Yeah. That's a whole different game.
0: Yeah. And I'm glad you said that. Um, because the the big lifts, you know, I also think you know going back to what you said about you know it's a competition is not always about pring and it's not, um, but I also think there's a there's a very specific stage to do your your all time best on versus, you know like a world there's a stage that you're going to shoot for all time best a local competition probably not you know but, and that's kind of the way I've all, I've tried to look at competitions um, although I do have the mindset of like this. And this came from football where it's like the second you step on the field like you're you're in it. Um, and you know it's been a, a hot second because I've been really trying to um, widen the gap of mm-hmm. like understanding the stage, understanding and let's say in the in weightlifting terms, understanding the platform in which I'm stepping on and what's appropriate and what's not and and I think leading up to this meet specifically has really taught me that because. You know, two weeks out, uh, you know, I get a strain in the quad, right? We talked about that a little last time. And, and I'm constantly like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? If I don't go out there and perform, I'm, I, why should I do it? I'm going to hurt myself. And, I, and it's like those are the kind of thoughts that continually run through my head. And you guys hear some of that. Um, but, like, there, it just came to that last second or the last week where I was just like, you know what? Even if I go out there and I hit 85% at a local comp, like, there's nothing wrong with that because what i'm doing and i told somebody about this because they're like why are you even doing this if you're hurt and i said you know what i'm doing it for the experience of competing because the the more i have that feel under my belt the more i can sit in that back room and not have my heart pounding out of my chest and the more confidence i have walking onto that warm up stage and then understanding the process and walking out to the platform and lifting in front of everybody that I'm more comfortable, calm, and collective, and I will lift to my technique. Sure. I think (laughs) that was really wordy, but, like, and that's kind of what I'm, yeah. It's just, like, understanding the stage is a really big thing. And um, I I will say that, like, you helped me with that ton. Lifting with Damon has helped me with that a ton of just understanding that, like, just do it. Do it or don't. There's, there doesn't need to be this in between, right? <laughs> yeah. So
1: I'm going to give you my opinion on Please when do. you should be hitting your biggest max lifts in competition. Okay. So I actually, maybe it's because when I go, when I'm, when I'm going to competitions, my goal is not to go to a competition. My goal is I'm going to win. Right. Like I, my mindset from when I signed up to the day I dropped that last bar is I, I, I need to win. So that's my goal in big meets. Okay. okay. It's not hit the biggest lifts of my life. Wow, <clears throat> uh, I, like I talked that. to Rob Blackwell at AO2 in Pleasanton. Mm-hmm. He went out there, hit three snatches, one clean jerk, scratched the rest. He said, Ouch. I don't need it. I won. I, yeah. I I don't need it. There's no point in taking any of those lifts. They're not going to be lifetime PRs or it's, he said, I made it. I did my job and I'm done. Uh, I would say that for the majority of people going to these series meets or AO finals or any of that kind of stuff, make sure you hit your qualifying totals in the competition. Like mm-hmm. you don't wanna have a three hundred and one total that you have to get in there and then you go and total two ninety, going hmm. six for six or something. Yeah, come on. Yeah, be educated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but a big meat like that, I think it's more important to go six five for six, six for six and hit ninety-five percent. Right. I don't I wouldn't say that's the right stage actually to hit total one one or lifetime PRs. Okay. Because that's a meat that you're going to be dropping anywhere from like fifteen hundred to two or three grand to go to,
0: right? So right. if
1: your mindset is I want to lift the biggest weights ever, you're there's a good chance that that's all you're going to think about, and you're not going to be performing as well because you're just thinking I want to hit a PR, I want to hit a yeah. PR, and then you miss your opener because you're so stressed out, and then you're like, great, now I only have two more shots, <laughs> and then some people they're gonna yep. they they go up,
0: yeah. and
1: then they miss that one. And then there's even more pressure. Right. And some of these competitions that don't have snatch and clean and jerk medals, if you miss your, if you don't total in your snatch, you're done. It's over.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: there's only the total. So those are the meets that I feel that you should be going six for six. That's, that's a meet that you go and it's going to be a lot more stressful. There's bigger lights on you. There's a lot more people. That's, that's the ultimate, like, do you know how to compete well and do well in competition?
0: Yeah. And you know, what you just did was you just exposed the, the difference in somebody who's been lifting for 10 plus years versus six years. And, and, that, and I'm glad you did that because it is, you know, the mindset of, of what you're doing when you walk into a competition or even what you're doing when you sign up for competition is so important. The understanding of strategy, the understanding of why you're being there, the understanding of like, I'm going to this to win versus I'm going to this for experience versus I'm just wanting to do something, you know? That, yeah. I think that comes at different levels, if I'm not correct. I'm and if you, are,
1: if you are in that, that place where you could podium, then yeah, yep. go balls to the walls and go for it. Not, yeah, yeah. not, I, I don't even necessarily think if you're going to, if you're trying to fight for third place, I would say if you're going to be fighting for first place, so you're either first or second place, that's the time to go for it, yeah. um, in a, in a bigger type of a meat. But yeah. I think personally the best meats that you can, that I would recommend like peaking hard for are mm-hmm. a, a local meat that you can sign up for, and there might be two or three within two or three weeks after that. So if you do real bad, you can just quick sign up for another one, mm-hmm. quick sign up yeah. for another one and ride that peak. Yeah, um, Those are the ones that I think, those are what I would call like throwaway meets. So okay. if you don't do good, it's not a big deal. Uh, like, right. yeah, we, right. we want to do good, but it, if you don't do good, it costs you the entry fee and maybe an hour or two of driving. That's it. Not a hotel, not a car rental, not flying your family out there. Not all that stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, that's, and that's a really good mindset. Like I think, uh, if anything, like I I can't, I can't honestly say that I've walked into a competition planning on podium, being on the podium. And I don't know what, if that says something about my lifting or if that says something about my, um, insecurities. (laughs) Um, but I've, I've always just gone and said, you know what, I'm going to get out there and I'm going to do what I've learned in my training. And I want to expose everything I've done um, to a point in which uh, I, I succeed. And and again, I think this is the difference between six years versus 10 plus years is that, like, you know, you're to the point in, in your career, like or career, <laughs> you're weightlifting. Sorry, that's cool. Uh, Yeah, in your weightlifting, that you uh, you can walk out and you're like, I I'm going to win this. Now, I think uh, there's certain aspects where I can feel that, and I should feel that. I just haven't got the confidence under my belt. Pardon the pun, to to do that. And um, you know, I just it'll come, and I know it will. And I'm a bit of a perfectionist, and so. I, I'm out there like, no, I, I, okay. I, I hit that, but cool. Next week I'm going to hit, I need to hit something more and I need to keep on progressing and all that. And do you hear the, the phrase, I, I hear it in my brain a lot. I need to. And so that phrase right there has really, um, started to, I'm starting to break it down a little bit because this meet for me was a very much, um, something I have never done before. Like I've always just, put, you know, either I'm going to go out there and I'm going to compete and I'm going to do really well or I'm not going to compete at all. You know, like sure. I kind of early on, I had that mentality. And after talking to you a bunch and Damon and, and you know, even Joe Beck and uh, Stephanie, like all of you had very similar, saying different words, but very similar things. Like if you feel good, just do it. And that's basically what it was and and i'm I'm super proud of what what happened out there, because I was up against adversity, and I went out and I still toiled and that to me like that's just that that was a barrier breaking down for me because I've never done that before. I've always been too stubborn to walk out onto something where I knew I wasn't going to you know do really well or be really excited about or. Be be 100% prepared. Like, who's who's ever 100% prepared, (laughs) right? (laughs) So, um, and I hope that if anybody's hearing this, like, you know, again, learn from my mistakes. But, like, I I walked out there. I I hit two powers, two power snatches, basically. And after watching the film, uh, you know, pulled another snatch to my throat, (laughs) which... I'm like, I'm so, uh, I watched the, the video of it and my second snatch or third snatch was uh, 105 and done it in training, whatever. Anyways, I and when I'm doing it, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm feeling real shitty doing it and I pulled it to my throat and just dropped it. Yep. But to me, it felt like I pulled it to like mid thigh and dropped it.
1: <laughs> but that does show what kind of condition your body actually was in. Because yeah. you were able to pull it through pain that high, yeah, and then you yeah. saw how high it was. So you like your body was like I've I've said in for masters it it's a coin flip. Like you're praying yeah. to God you're not going to get hurt. Like ten days out, yep. And then yeah. if you don't get hurt ten days out or at the competition, that's why we take some time to really drop everything down because that means that that next week if you keep pushing it, you're probably going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then you know, going out to clean and jerks, uh, that was that was interesting because there was a point um, where we had to make a call on what I actually could get out there and do. And a couple things happened, and I wanted to talk about this um, because there are things that I've heard about, and there's things that uh, happened that um, actually clicked. Which the first one is you know we're warming up and you're like what can you do and and I'm like shit I don't know we're just going to try it and then you said okay well I just want you to power this and and do whatever kind of jerk you feel it works so I did it and you know it was painful but whatever I was like okay that I can I can do that I think you had one you put 115 on the bar and you're like okay I don't want you to jerk this and I knew leading up to that 115 that was in the back room I was like I, you know, I was nervous. I was, I was hurting my, you know, whatever, but, um, I walked up to it with a very low, uh, security of confidence and I hit it. And there's something that happened when I dropped that bar, you, Donald and Eric were like, all right, that was awesome. Great job. (laughs) And I heard it and I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I can go do this. Yeah. And then you looked at me, you go, so, What do you you want me to do here on the cards? And, you know, I was just like, just stick to the plan. (laughs) Like, we'll just do 120 and then I'm going to scratch the rest.
1: Yeah. So, for everyone else who didn't know, and I wasn't trying to give you too much pressure, but I was keeping an eye on that clock, clock tight or ticking down. And the first snatch was one set or clean jerk was 117. So, if that (laughs) clock got to zero, we had to go 117 or higher. And yeah, I was trying yeah. to see, like, do we want to go 110? I kind of, no pressure, <laughs> but I need to know, like, and I'm just watching it, and it's like three, two, and then you go, you do whatever you think. And I'm like, yes, we're yes, going yes. to hit that 120.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was a point in which I was like, I just, I trust what you're saying, because I, I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah. You know, like. And it's not your job and- to know. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I, So I, you know, I get out there and I'm just like, I get down on that bar and I remember thinking to myself, fuck it. That's all I said. And then I hear Cornell be like, don't think about it. <laughs> and then I, you know, and, and you hear everybody cheering for you. And that was really cool. And then I probably pulled off one of the ugliest power cleans I've ever done and <laughs> just put it up. And I was like, thank God. And dropped it and was, we're done. And I was really happy. Um, and, uh, you know, it's interesting because, you, I, I like I said, I, I pull off people's energy. And so I really looked at people and, and like, the way – because I felt weird about that. I'm like, I'm scratching two lifts. I can't believe I'm doing this. Um, but I walked out of that place having this mentality of, like, you just did something different. You just competed. You learned something. You, uh, I learned a lot from you. I learned from – donald i learned from damon like it was just one of those things um that it was a successful event not not because i hit big lifts yeah 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 it was cool no i was this just
1: kind of popped in my head a little bit about what we're talking about a couple minutes ago about when you're supposed to hit the big lifts and then going into competition what you're supposed to be hitting um i think part of the mindset is you want I would recommend everyone that they hit their biggest lifts not on the platform, because right. it, if you're if you have that much pressure to hit your big lifts on the platform, I know that there's a lot of teams out there who they do want to peak you for all the meets or just the meets that you're going to do, and that's like your time to one rep, and they just talk a bunch of smack about like, oh yeah, well it wasn't a competition, so it didn't matter. But <laughs> if you can get like your best snatch is one twelve,
0: mm-hmm. let's
1: say your best if we got you up to a one twenty five snatch in the in like in training. Yeah. Then you going out there and opening at 110 is no big deal. But if you really wanted that one thirteen, I don't remember what's your best in competition?
0: Uh one oh seven.
1: So if you really wanted that one oh eight we could if you've if you've snatched one twenty five, we can open you at one oh eight. Cause that's, that's, that's a pretty light lift. That's 87, 88%. And then you just hit that PR and you have that confidence of like, oh, I can hit this. I hit this all the time. This is not a big deal. And then you could take that next jump and then you could take the next jump. But if you, if you're not pushing the big lifts out of competition and then there's that whole other stress of like, well, I've never done this. And like, everyone knows you're capable of more, (laughs) but you haven't done it. So then you freak out. Yeah. So that's, I think, another yeah. part of the mindset of when you're going in there to win, it's like, well, what do I need to, what do I need to hit to win? Oh, I only have to right. hit 93% to win. Okay. No yeah. problem. I can yeah. do that. Yeah. Any day, any, any one day of the week, <laughs> not every day right. of the week, but I can, if I know any I have to hit day. it on Friday or if I have to hit it <laughs> on Monday, I, I know that I can plan for it and hit
0: that. So, yeah. I, uh, I really like that. Um, and that's, and that, that was kind of what we did here. We opened, we opened at 85%, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and then my second jump was 90%. And mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. I think it was great. And I knew I could hit him. Yeah. I knew, I no no, I walked out on that platform, like zero, um, a feeling that I was going to miss. Yeah. And so, and, and I think, you know, being, uh, being a, a, in the beginner stages of my lifting, you know, I was always under the impression that you, you should be lifting 100% out there. We just kind of talked about this, but like um, the idea that you can go out and you can make a lift on in a, in a competition that is something you make in, in training in any one day of the week is a really good feeling. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I didn't understand that in the beginning. I thought that you had to just balls to the wall, like throw that thing up there and, and just hope you hope you make it. You know? And and so it's it's like uh it's like I'm having my own revelation right now. <laughs> Sorry, my chair is flipping
1: out. <laughs> it's a recliner and it reclined.
0: <laughs> it's a comfortable chair, by the way. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. You know, it's uh, it was overall a super successful event. And I, I think that um, there's a lot to be learned. Um, from time you do anything like this and, uh, you know, I'm thankful I have everybody I had around me and, uh, it was, it was great, man. It was, it was really cool.
1: Yeah. I, there's another thing that I really liked about this meet compared to many other meets. Yeah. Um, I liked that you guys came out on the other side of the platform mm-hmm. and I didn't want to go over there because I was like, well, I, I already knew that Donald was over there. Eric was over there. You guys were taken care of. Yeah. But I, I was like, there's nothing I can say to you that's gonna make you lift more weight. Right. So I'm in my brain, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna let you go. But then when you're walking up towards the weight, I'm the one you're looking at when you're coming out there. Yep. So yep. then it's and I can like, speak okay. That. Yeah, so it was like, actually
0: yeah true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cool because it was like if you're stressing out, you could look up and see me and I'm like, all right, here we go. <clears throat> And that you're not looking out there and like just seeing the crowd and seeing everybody else that you might not know and just feeling like everyone's watching you and stressing out. So I, yeah. I liked how that was yeah. set up here.
0: Yeah, and and that's you know I, I like to talk about that because uh, man, I can't. I, I've said a, a billion times, but man, Joe Beck he runs one of the absolute best style of meets that I that I've been a part of. And like you know, we talked, I've only been a part of a ten, you know, handful of different meets or whatever, but like i i just really like competing at his meets because of the mentality of everybody um the the way that he runs it he's kind of you know a crazy man running around telling people what to do coaching you know but and he gives you opportunity like giving me the opportunity to help out like that was pretty cool man i've never done anything like that i learned i had fun and went about my way but like he runs a really good meet. He sets them up. He's been doing it for a really long time, and uh, he's just a—he's a solid guy all around. Um, you know, yeah. I—I I just have a lot. Of, his meets are so much fun, and I think I've talked about that before.
1: Yeah, I thought it was run really well. Um, I would have probably had a, a youth session first. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: he, in hindsight, he might feel the same way.
1: <laughs> so that, yeah, that, that was a little bit of like, that was a definite curveball. So for people listening who obviously weren't there, it yeah. was four or five kids. The opening snatch was 20 kilos. Uh, I don't know what the heaviest clean jerk was, but not a lot more, maybe, <laughs> maybe 45. Yeah, um, no, like
0: 45 or 50, somewhere around there.
1: And that coach was crazy. Like she was <laughs> she was yelling at everybody. She was putting markings down on the wrong part of the, the cards. And <laughs> her clock was running out. And um, then the one part that really got under my skin is she was asking these like 10-year-old kids – how they felt and what they wanted next. And I'm like, no, this is not, they had, they don't have any say in any of this right now.
0: You need to be,
1: you need to, part of the hecticness was she was trying to like, how are you feeling? Oh, I I want (laughs) to take your feelings into account when I'm trying to coach (laughs) you. I'm like, no,
0: no, no, you're 10.
1: You do this. Lift now, sit now, eat now. (laughs) (laughs) And for the clean and jerks, uh, four lifters, or was it three? I think it was three lifters, 12 lifts. No, not, no, it was was 12. So four lifters, 12 lifts. Mm
0: -hmm. They
1: all followed themselves. They didn't follow each other.
0: Right, right. Two minute
1: clocks for each one. Mm. It was 28 minutes. (laughs) <laughs> 28 that minutes have... <laughs> to get through four lifters yeah a, yeah, that's a normal easy. session is
0: one hour <laughs> yeah no i know when i ran the women's section i was like man that went really quick yeah <laughs> I was like, that's how it's supposed to go yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> yeah that's funny yeah he, um there, that woman maybe you know shotgun one to me bangs before she came in, but yeah, a you know. couple couple uh, lines of
1: coke maybe. Yeah. <laughs> she was on one for sure, uh, but I yeah, I don't, dude, I don't know her, and I live far away, so I'll say whatever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know her either. I've heard her name a couple times, but this is the first time I've seen her in a meet. So, okay. um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, <clears throat> overall, though, it was. A well round, well rounded meet, and like yeah, this is a good time, and and uh, it was really good to see you and have you up here, and uh, you know the family was was you know digging about meeting you, and <laughs> and like I think Maddie asked me probably at least five times a day throughout the entire week. Okay. So what times Cornell's getting in? Okay, so what <laughs> what are, what is where are you guys going to go to eat? So what what's uh, what times he get in? <laughs> When's he leave? And I'm like, holy child. Just take a deep breath.
1: <laughs> no, that was definitely like one of the highlights of getting to meet your kids. And that was, that was yeah. fun. We played yeah. some card games and
0: uh, yeah. it was good. It was cool. It was cool, man. And then they were like, he's really cool. Like Jack was like, <laughs> he was really cool. And I was like, yeah, well, he, of course he is. He's Cornell. That's what I like. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, no. Um, it was uh, it was it was a fun weekend. I look forward to more of them, um, and uh, yeah, I think we're about at that time. So, cool. I uh, I can't thank you enough for coming up here. I know that uh, we will be doing this very shortly, or hopefully soon enough again. And yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Cool, man. All right, everybody, um, get out there. Follow Max Ever Kitchen. Uh, one thing I did want to say is we are coming up on our 100th episode. Which I'm really stoked about. We're gonna, I'm gonna do some fun things for that and uh, just keep on listening to hear about what all that is. So, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good night. Bye.